0: Tonight, I have the great privilege of leading us in parent-child dedications. And I can just say, as a pastor, this is one of my favorite privileges that I get to do each couple months. We want to give parents the opportunity to not only dedicate their children unto the Lord, but also to dedicate themselves unto the Lord. And if I can just encourage the parents, This is a sacred moment, this is a special moment for you and your family, and we're here to celebrate you and what God's going to do in your family and through your family. And so as I was thinking about parent-child dedications, I began to think about one of my favorite passages, and it's found in Micah chapter 6, and I'm going to be reading out of the message version, and some of you know the passage that I'm going to be referring to, but I, I like the message version because it gives us some practical guidance about how we can instill values in our family that make a difference. So I invite you to join me in Micah chapter six. We're gonna look at verse one and verse eight. And if you have the Westover app, I invite you to open up that app so that you can follow along as we have notes there for you as well. This is how it starts. Listen now, listen to God. Now let me pause here. How many of you parents have ever told your kids to listen now? Listen now, listen Linda, listen. And if your child is named Linda, God bless her. <laughs> listen now, listen to God. Then verse 8 says this, he already he's already made it plain how to live, what to do, what God is looking for in men and women. It's quite simple. Do what is fair and just to your neighbor, be compassionate and loyal in your love, and don't take yourself too seriously. Take God seriously. And if there's one thing that I want you to walk away with, it's this today. It's that God's plan for the family is simple. Listen and do what he says. Listen and do what he says. As a parent, I want my kids to listen and do what I say. But what we as parents, what we need to do is we need to listen and do what our heavenly father tells us to do. And if we're willing to listen and do what he tells us, he will empower us as parents to help our children listen and do what we say, but ultimately set them up so that they can listen and do what the Lord instructs for them in their life. God wants us to instill values in their mind and in their heart. And today I wanna share with you three values that you can instill in your home to raise godly children. Value number one, be fair. Verse eight says this, do what is fair and just to your neighbor. Now, fairness is a great value to teach your kids because your kids know when things are not fair. My kids at home, and I'm gonna ask you to help me, this is the common refrain that they say. They say, it's not, do it again. It's not, that's what they say each and every day. And they're complaining about how their piano piece is harder and how they've got more homework or that their brother or sister got a bigger cookie or a bigger brownie, or a bigger piece of pizza. But I've noticed they never complain about the fact that their brother or sister gets a bigger portion of vegetables. I'm curious about what's happening there. There's always a fight for fairness. In fact, I wanna suggest to you that this verse is challenging us to be fair. It says, do what is fair and just to your neighbor. Not your family, not your friends, but your neighbor. And in fact, your neighbor can be anyone. It can be your family, your friends, your classmates, your co-workers, even your enemies. God wants us to be fair. And I want to deposit this thought in your heart, and I want you to listen carefully. Fairness in the face of injustice validates our faith. Fairness in the face of injustice validates our faith. People are looking at us as believers to see if our faith is real. And when we are just and fair to other people, even when they are not fair, it validates our faith. People say, you know what, Tim, he is a believer. You know, Joe, he really lives out his faith. And when we are willing to be fair, even when it's not fair, it helps It helps us advance our faith in Christ. The second value I want to share with you is to be humble. Verse 8 says this, Don't take yourself too seriously. Take God seriously. And parents, I don't know if you've noticed this, but our kids and our students are being raised in a culture that does not celebrate humility. In fact, it celebrates front and center pride. We have our kids wanting to be YouTube stars and Insta-famous and be extra and talk however they want and dress to impress, the whole focus of our culture is telling them, it's all about you, it's all about you, it's all about you. I don't know about you, but I want to combat that in my home. In fact, there is a statement in the culture, and I'll just say this parenthetically, there's a statement in the culture that has the appearance of humility but really isn't and it's called a humble brag. And a hum- humble brag is, it has the, it's an action or, or a statement that appears to be humble, but somewhere along the line, someone sneaks in a brag. God doesn't want us to be that way. He wants us to be humble. One of the things that I often tell my children is don't stumble, stay humble. Don't stumble, stay humble. And I've learned that it's real hard to fall down and face plant in life when you stay low to the ground. Listen to this verse, 1 Peter 5, verses five and six, and you're gonna wanna make a note of this, parents, because the verse I'm about to share with you is something you may wanna quote to your kids. Listen to this, verse five. Likewise, you younger people submit to your elders. That's a great verse. Likewise, you younger people submit to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility, for God resists the proud but he gives grace to those who are humble. Verse six, therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God so that he may exalt you in due time. When we stay low to the ground, we qualify ourselves for promotion. God will lift us up in due time if we're willing to stay low to the ground and stay humble. So how do we do that? We follow Jesus' example. Jesus had every right to brag, but he was clothed with humility. And humility is the hallmark of holiness. Jesus was born to a no-name family with no title. He wasn't even good looking. He was an immigrant. He was born into a step family. He was considered illegitimate in the culture. He was raised in a single parent home. We don't have any record of Joseph, his stepfather after the age of 12. He was homeless during his ministry. He was rejected, mistreated, bruised for our transgressions and died a criminal's death. He had every right to brag about his life, but he chose humility. He was the creator and still is the creator of the world, the only begotten son of God, the savior of humanity, the first and the last, and the one and only person to sit at the right hand of God. He chose to embrace humility. And if I could just say, if, if humility is good enough for Jesus, It's good enough for you and I. So how do we do it? We do exactly what the verse says. Take God seriously. We must be willing to embrace God's example and live it out in our home and with our children. Tell your kids, don't stumble, stay humble. Help them learn that humility is the way that God elevates us in life. The third value I want to offer to you is to be kind Be kind. Verse 8 says this, be compassionate and loyal in your love. Another word for compassionate is kind. God wants us to be kind. We live in a culture where people are mistreated, ignored, even bullied. God wants us as believers and as people of faith to live and do different. As some of you know, I spent a number of years as a professional counselor, and often I would work with people of, of all ages and they would come in with hurts and aches and pains in their life. And they would often say, somebody 30 years ago mistreated me. I can remember what my dad said. You're not worth anything, you'll never be anything. And they they ache in their heart and they say, Pastor, I just wish that someone would have been kind to me. I wish someone would have been nice to me. And so what I would do in that moment is I would help them and I would show them kindness. I've discovered that kindness heals hidden hurts. Now, parents, I just wanna pause here. Your kids are facing an uphill battle. They're going to school, they're facing persecution, they're getting criticized, bullied, mistreated, and sometimes, yes, they act up, and they make you wanna pull out your hair, and they frustrate you, but the truth is, sometimes it is disobedience, but other times, it's because they're hurting. And when they're hurting, be willing to show them kindness. Be willing to show them kindness. But take it one step further. Be willing to be loyal in your love. I've discovered that true love is loyal. The verse says, be compassionate and loyal in your love. Our kids, they need to know that we've got their back, that we're in their court, that we're going to support them no matter what. We need to be loyal in our love with them. Parents, your words matter. Your actions matter. Invest, be kind, model that in your home and you'll discover that they will embrace that value in their own heart. And can I just say, as I was preparing this message, this is my final thought before we get to the parent-child dedication, is I sensed in my spirit that there's some of you who are here today are aching in your heart you've heard about this guy named Jesus and you're just not sure I want you to know that he's compassionate and that he's kind and that he's loyal and that he loves you and that he's been with you the whole time and he's here to encourage you he's here to express his extravagant love to you and if that's you what I want to invite you is at the end of service come find me I'd love to encourage you I'd love to pray with you I'd love to remind you that Jesus loves you today. Now we, we've come to the moment where we're gonna be dedicating these children unto the Lord. And so what I'd like to do is in just a moment, I'm gonna call the names of the children that are gonna be dedicated. Parents, what I'd like for you to do is to come to the front. We'll start in the middle and work our way outwards. And then once you come to the front, we'll have you face the audience. The first child being dedicated today is Elena Lauren Almanza, Pedro Arriaga, Haley Ines Banda, Helena and Nathan Bielmas, Michaela Anahi Calderon. Gianna Castillo Kayla Castillo Gabriella Silvia Carmona Milo Cruz Chagoya Liv Chapa Juliet Amira Don Jalen, Julia, and Juliana Espinosa; Ellie and Kaylee Galicia; Clara, Elsie Garcia; Liana Garcia; Raylin Garcia, and Nala Guzman. Emiliano Gonzalez the Fourth, Addison Grace, mm-hmm. Isabella Marie Green, Zane Ray Gutierrez, Abel De Jesus the Third. Naomi Faith Kachura. Lily Elena and Layla Ariana Martinez. Nicholas Martinez, Isabella and Layla Valenzuela. Thomas David Martinez. Aiden, Jake Javier, and Myla Eva Monreal. Ryan, Aaron Munoz. Raylan, Joy Randall. Liana, Hope Rangel. Destiny, Star, and Sadie J. Racindus. Roland Joshua Reyna. Noah Rico. Micah Christian Rosa. Jaleesa Martinez Ruiz. Anakin and Emery Samaniego. Elias Matthew and Elijah Ray Dillon Santa Cruz. Charlotte Grace Segura. Kennedy Joy Thorne. Jack Sebastian Uvalle. Easton Gavin Valdez. And last, but certainly not least, Mercy Aniseta Valdez. Now, parents, I'm gonna have you scoot over some to make some room for some folks on the edges. And I'd like for you to turn around and face me. We are so delighted that you've made this decision to commit your children unto the Lord. This is an important step. And because this is an important step, we've actually put together a parenting kit specifically for you. The card that you hold in your hand allows you at the end of service to go to our kids' check-in area. Down the hall and to the left, they're going to give you this parenting kit. But before we do, I want to explain to you what's in this parenting kit. First of all, we have a certificate that commemorates this moment, saying that your child got dedicated unto the Lord. The next item that we put in the parenting kit is a Bible. And the reason we're giving you a Bible, an age-specific Bible, is we want you to communicate to your children that God's word is the foundation for life. And if we can get our kids rooted and grounded in God's word, they will thrive the rest of their life. And so this is a Bible. We ask that you show it to them. We ask that you celebrate it with them. This is their playbook and their roadmap for life and if you're willing to embrace God's word It'll make a difference in their life. The next thing that we have for you is a letter It's a letter from me to your child And I invite you to save this letter and on their 13th birthday I want you to give this letter to them as a present to them and what it communicates to them is That on this day you stood before the Lord and you dedicated them unto the Lord. And it challenged the, challenges them to live for God and to love God and to just fully pursue him with all of their life. And I even mention in this letter, Psalm 139 verse 16 that says that God saw them before they were born. He ordained all of their days and he has a divine purpose for them. And at an age when they can understand, I want you to entrust this to them so they realize that God has a plan and purpose for them. The final thing that we offer you is a handkerchief. And it has Psalm 139 on it. And here's the reason why. There's going to be moments when your child is a teenager or maybe a young adult and they break your heart. And you're going to need something to dry your tears. I want you to hold on to this. It's gonna remind you that God saw every day of their life. He has a plan and purpose for them. And I just want to encourage you. I want you to realize that God will go to great lengths to capture the heart of your children, regardless how old they are. God loves you. We're proud of you. And can I say, for those of you who may be single parents or step parents, step mom, step dad, can I say, as a pastor, we're proud of you. You deserve double honor. You stepped in, you stepped up, you provided for your family, and we honor you today. And I pray that God would give you a double portion of his presence and his power. Now we've come to the moment where we're going to dedicate these children unto the Lord. And so I want to invite the audience to stand with me. And if you feel comfortable, I'd invite you to extend your hands in prayer to them. And as I pray, parents, what I'd like for you to do is I'd like for you from your heart to call out the names of your children and say, God, advance in their life, let them know who you are. Let's bow our heads and close our eyes and let's pray for these children. Father, we stand first of all in the sacred moment as parents and we commit and dedicate ourselves to you. Lord, we are willing to say yes to you. We're willing to listen to you and do what you say so that then we can help our children listen and do what you say we decide today that as for me and my household we will serve the lord we plant our flag today as parents at this moment and god right now we dedicate these children unto you they are a gift from you and we re-entrust them to you god i pray for each child here that at a young age that they will come to know you as Lord and Savior of their life. And that also at a very young age, they would be sensitive to your Holy Spirit, that they would hear him whisper in their heart. And as they go into school, elementary, middle, and high school, that you would provide for them, that you would protect them, that you would provide your presence, that you would empower them, that you would bring friends around them that love you, Jesus, to be a support and encouragement to them. And Lord, as they leave high school and they step out into life, whether in the military, into the workforce, or into college, that, God, that you would superintend over guiding their decisions, providentially work in their life to discover the purpose that you have ordained for them. Help them connect with your plan and your purpose so that their steps are ordered from you. And God, as they step into romantic relationships, may they have a yearning for somebody in their life who loves you just as much as they love you, Lord. You, Jesus, are the foundation for every marriage and every relationship. And Lord, let it come full circle that whenever they have children, that they would stand at an altar and commit themselves to the Lord. And dedicate their children to the Lord that Lord is our great desire for each child here bless them we entrust them we re entrust them to you we say all this in the mighty name of Jesus and all of God's people said amen. amen amen give them a hand one more time we are so proud of you we're so delighted that you joined us today before we dismiss let me just make mention, we are transitioning to three services this upcoming Sunday, February the 3rd, 8.30, 10, 11.45. We look forward to seeing you this weekend. God bless you, and we are dismissed.